Welcome, everyone, to Loud and Proud Orlando. It's Monday, January the 16th, 8.38 p.m. Thank you so much for being live with us. We are, uh, again, live uh, here with Dave, with Paola, and also John joining us today. Uh, thank you so much for being live on all our, of our social media platforms. Uh, we are Loud and Proud Orlando, available on YouTube right now, live. Uh, over 20 people live watching us right now. Drop us a like, a thumbs up. The more thumbs up we get, the more YouTube will recommend our video. Uh, subscribe to the channel. We we just reached the 500 uh, mark uh, on subscribers, so thank you so much for all your support. Um, you know, double click on the notification bell so you get all notifications when we're live as well. Twitter, Facebook, and also Instagram as LPO underscore podcast. So thank you so much for being uh, with us today. As well, this episode will be available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts on the audio form. So thank you so much uh, for your support. And uh, again, I want to uh, let you know, subscribe. That's the most important part. We want to get to the 1K mark so we can provide you with better content and maybe get more heads here in, uh, in Loud and Proud. So thank you so much for all your support um, for over a year now that we've been live. So thank you for all your support and um, all the likes and messages we get every week uh we appreciate it uh, wholeheartedly so thank you so much um before we start let's do some comments daniel phillips says yes we're winning the mls cup there you go that's the attitude uh banjo definitely have the depth in attack uh thank you so much banjo um dave uh how are you my friend Good, good night. Doing fantastic uh, i'm glad to be here again to everybody that messaged me because they missed us last week. Thank you very much. Much appreciated. Uh, I was I was traveling. The reason why we didn't have a show. And uh, tonight we're going to be talking about oh, some uh, good information on Orlando City. Paola, how are you today? Doing fantastic. Happy Monday. We're back. Sorry for last week. But, hey, less days to begin the MLS season. So I'm pumped and I'm looking forward for today's episode. No, yeah, that's completely right. Uh, definitely looking forward for that. Um, John, welcome. How are you? I'm great, thanks. How are you guys doing? I'm excited to uh, be a part of the Orlando City conversation. Thanks for letting me join in. No, fantastic. No, thank you for being here. So, uh, you know, the first thing that we want to talk about, uh, you know, we've had some new faces, you know, Martin Ojeda from uh, Godoy Cruz. It, it is a reality now. We also have a new striker, uh, Ramiro Enrique, from Banfield in Argentina. Uh, we also, you know, preseason already started, and you saw Shaq Mohammed there. You saw also Maguire, uh, Felipe also there. And, uh, you know, we had new pieces added into Orlando City uh, depth-wise. But my question is, and I, uh, is, is it enough? Or do we need uh, some more additions? Uh, because I guess, uh, you know, we have um, many tournaments coming up. And, you know, we want Orlando City to definitely do, do well in all of them, right? So what are, what are your thoughts regarding the new additions, uh, John, uh, when it comes to, to Enrique, Ojeda, all those players that I just mentioned? Uh, I mean, I think, yeah, we've started on the right route, but there's definitely some positions that I'm still concerned about. Um, I think Ojeda, the big question for me is, is he going to play 
you know, in that cam position behind the striker? Is he going to play out on the wing? Um, so definitely we've got lots of depth in those three forward positions, the left wing, right wing, and the number 10, as you're, you're showing on the screen. Where each one of those players play, that's the question that I'm not 100% on. And that kind of dictates for me then what other players we need to bring in. Maybe some of these guys on the wing are going to play as strikers. Um, you know, Enrique could be a guy who plays as a winger. So that's a question I think that needs to be answered in terms of the forwards. For me, the other big position that's not really been filled is that right back um, position that I think, you know, Halliday, I'd love to give him a start, but if it doesn't work out, who is coming in? We can't rely on Kyle Smith all season. Someone's got to come in there. No, for sure. And, uh, you know, this question that Daniel Phillips puts up, I'm going to, you know, give it to Dave. How would you guys prioritize the different competitions, right? I mean, it's a huge question. Uh, I mean, knowing the depth that we have right here on the screen, how do you prioritize the different competitions, Dave? In, in a very short answer, um, last year we did just that. We went all in with Open Cup. We felt that we had it and, and mission accomplished. Um, was it at the expense of uh, making playoffs? Yeah, because, I mean, we barely made them. Um, and um, if you remember, when we played against, uh, we won the Open Cup, two days rest. We went down to Miami, got shellacked. And then we really, really, really had to win that last game at home against Columbus. So we forced uh, tournaments. If you ask me my personal opinion, um, Open Cup, yes, let's go play for it. But we already won it. So, uh, you know, I would like to experience something new. Uh, the beauty of League's Cup is that we're going to just concentrate on that. We don't have to play any other tournament at the same time simultaneously. CCL is coming right at the beginning. I would like for us to have uh, a good showing because if you can win that, you get to World Cup, uh, a Club World Cup. So that will be a great accomplishment for, for not only us, but for our league. And lastly, uh, one of the things that a lot of uh, fans are always saying is that they want to win MLS Cup because it's the one that gives you the star above the crest. They, they, you want that prestige, that that flex. So uh, we will have to see. Uh, people ask uh, Oscar Pareja how the team is going to be looking in uh, in 2023. Uh, they ask him in the uh, post-training um, interviews, and several of you approach him after the uh, the friendly, uh, the event that happened uh, for the supporter groups on Sunday. And Oscar said that the team is going to look different and that some players may be uh, going back to natural positions or learning new skills. So that's that's where we are with it. And Paola, you know, knowing all the depth that we see here, um, you know, again, the same question, right? I mean, do you feel we need um, some more additions coming up? Uh, do you feel like, you know, this is it? Uh, we can definitely work with this and handle all those tournaments? Uh, I'm going to agree with, with John. I feel that that right back position needs somebody else for sure, 100%. Or I don't know if Oscar already said um, the team is going to look differently. Probably there's another player that plays right back and we don't know. So there's so many questions that we need to impapi we trust this, this season. Um I don't see any other addition if the um, Enrique signing is true. I'm I'm 100 percent 
in front of what is presented right now. But the right back for me since last season has been a little bit tough there. So that's that's my input there. Sure. Uh, let's read some comments here. It says, uh, Victor Sanchez, it says, um, hold on. Can we have Faku as a 10 this year? Uh, sure. I think I think he can be a 10. Um, but I'm going to give you guys a my, my, my idea here. I feel... I mean, Mohammed. He okay. He was a great college player, but he's a college player. So what I'm trying to say is not to downplay his ability. I'm just saying he's he's still a college player. Um, my my biggest thing that I can see in this in this uh, depth chart, it's Cartagena is going to have to step up tremendously. Um, he's going to have to do double duty, and he has not done that since 2017. Uh, since he was in Argentina and since Peru qualified to the World Cup for the first time after 36 years. Um, and I'm not trying to I'm, I'm trying I'm not trying to burst people's bubbles or anything, but I'm just trying to bring reality to the situation. I know I am Peruvian, but I'm not biased. And I'm going to say it clear. Cartagena's performance has gone down. Um, you, you've seen it when he came as a sub and he's going to be vital um, to to recoup the ball, Araujo won't be able to do the Naruto uh, ninjutsu and 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 go around and 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 have three Araujos. He he can't do it. He's gonna need Cartagena there to do the the up and down, you know, his lane and 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 do more of the motion and and try to be that passer. Uh, and Cartagena hasn't done that in a while. Um, I really hope, from the bottom of my heart, that he gets. To, to start working out with the, with the team, he can definitely uh, adjust right away because, again, we're going to put a huge backpack on Felipe, a player that, yes, he's MLS ready, but we also don't know how, how he's going to mesh. And I'm not going to put any defending ability to Lo Fabian Loyola because, number one, he's 17, and, and number two, he's an attacking mid. So... He, he, he's there to be Pereira's backup, in my opinion, if needed be. That's what he did on uh, OCB. So I think the, the piece of the puzzle that we need to definitely look very deeply into is Araujo and Cartagena, that tandem right there, you know, in the mid. Because, you know, again, uh, if you look at, you know, the back line, you know, we have similar, very good faces. Uh, and again, the right back and left back positions are also, we don't know how they're going to be. I mean, you know, we, I mean, we definitely, have, we've seen holiday, uh, and we've seen Kyle Smith, but we don't know how Petras or Santos will be able to perform too. Right. So I don't know if you guys, uh, agree with that, but what are your thoughts uh, about that, John? Yeah, I mean, I, I tend to agree on the whole. I think there is a lack of depth in that sort of midfield option. I think the other question is around Pereira, you know, buying down his contract. So he's no longer a DP. Is that a sign that he's going to be happily a bench player and come off the bench? In which case, maybe Felipe is starting back there with Arujo and, and someone else is in that 10 position. I don't know. We might even go to a 4-3-3 and play two straight midfielders with a more holding defensive midfielder behind them in like a, a reverse triangle of what you were showing on the screen. So that for me depends on what Poppy is thinking, right? What does he want to do? 
But I think regardless, we need another midfielder in there who can do what I would call box to box so they can go yeah, all the way up box. and they can go all the way back. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what about you, Dave? No, and we're done on that one. Um, it, Oscar has hinted that there's going to be changes. And, um, you know, finally the Wolves are letting loose on his investments. But when it's all said and done, we're going to be spending over $10 million uh, in signings for the club, uh, which, again, for se second year in a row, we, we, we break records before – Uh, the Wolves uh, bought the team. Um, our biggest signing had been uh, $3.5 million, and that was Josue Colman, which we all know didn't work out. So I definitely see maybe a, perhaps a change of formation. They have an idea of the style of, the style of football they want to play, and they're going to go ahead and go after that. Obviously, uh, the, the rumors are that within the next two weeks, our team is going to take its final shape. So we'll have to see, uh, you know, what that's going to look like. And finally, we're going to be able to plug in some of these holes. Right. Um, so so my, my question now is the rumors that are circulating. And I'll, I'll start with Paulo on this, uh, with um, a new, another player from Colombia. And to add in on what John was saying, more of a box-to-box -box player uh, to kind of Because Cartagena, to me, is, I mean, he is box-to-box, -box, but again, um, he, he, he outperformed himself, and he did really well in Argentina, and then he left for money to go to Saudi Arabia. So he hasn't done that position in a long time. Uh, in the Premier National team, he's third fiddle. They have uh, Renato Tapia and uh, Pedro Aquino playing Tapia in Celta de Vigo, and You know, you have Aquino playing in America, in Club America. So they, Cartagena is always benched. So, I mean, he's called up, but he's always benched. So he doesn't get that, that to, you know, he doesn't get that, those minutes that he wants uh, in his national team. So um, this player that it's rumored to, for Orlando to be linked, uh, Andres Colorado, he's uh, a player that um, from Deportivo Cali, he's a, um, box-to-box -box six uh, midfielder, defending midfielder. Um, I don't know what are your thoughts, uh, Paola, regarding this player. Do you think he'll be a good signing? Uh, he's he's apparently being rumored to to be linked with Orlando City. Um, I did a little bit of, of research on this player, and he also uh, he's a center back. So yeah. I wouldn't mind um, signing him because, like you were saying about Cartagena if Car we don't know there is a question mark right now there's a lot of questions but a little bit of answers here so I'm up for it if we have the cap and we have international spot that we acquired recently won let's go for it right um there's a lot of tournaments legs could be down in the middle of the season and we need as many points as possible in the MLS if we want to be in the in the um postseason in the playoffs so i'm off for it if araujo cannot be standalone i don't know if felipe is going to be 100 so like i said there's so many questions little bit of answers but i'm 100 up front for this player now um you know low risk high reward that's i think the way orlando city is going which i agree wholeheartedly because it's playing 
you know, it's not just grabbing a bunch of cash and just dumping it, you know, and, and just expecting things to work out. I mean, this is very thought, th very good thought process going through. Uh, and again, this is a, tw a 24 year old player, you know, uh, almost seven feet tall. <laughs> um, he's very tall, uh, right footed, um, you know, and, uh, he can play not only center back, he can play the six, he can also play the eight. So he can play three positions. So, um, John, what are your thoughts regarding this potential signing? I mean, I totally agree uh, with Paula. I think he's, you know, to potentially a center back for us. And that's something where I would also like to see us bring in a little bit more depth. Um, I think we've seen the last few seasons that both Schlegel and, I'm sorry, not Schlegel, Jansen, and Roberto Carlos, and even Schlegel at times, get a lot of injuries. And I think that we need someone else who's a top-quality MLS-level center back, who's the, the you know standard of those first two guys on the roster, to be able to step in when that happens. So maybe that's what he's got that depth, and he can play defensive midfield. I think it's you know, a no-brainer. I don't see any downside in signing this guy. Obviously, he can play. He can defend. He's big. And definitely, I agree that sign someone like this, bring them in. Maybe they're good enough to go to Europe. You know, you make some money off the back of it as well. Um, Dave, uh, I know you have some info regarding uh, this player as well. Um, what are your thoughts, you know, regarding uh, Andres Colorado? Absolutely. Um, just like Paula said, he's a defensive mid. He's 6'4". So yeah. obviously a guy that, oh. <laughs> that it's going to win a lot of aerial duels. One of the things that we spoke, at least I don't know if you guys remember, one of the first shows that we did last year, we were talking about how our team had lost height and we no longer were uh, a threat uh, on corner kicks, uh, set pieces in general, and, uh, and we were missing that, uh, that, that finesse in the air, and obviously this player brings that. And this Colorado... Uh, comes from a region that is just basically a basket case of footballers as uh, the Colombian Pacific Coast. And uh, players, we have players from there before, you know, uh, Andres Perea came from that region, uh, the infamous uh, Carlos Rivas, uh, Cristian Higuita, <laughs> the beloved player, Cristian Higuita. So uh, we had a lot of players come from that region of Colombia and, um, uh, you know, th these guys are quality. Uh, this guy has been on loan to Sao Paulo in Brazil. Um, and uh, we have been talking about how the economical situation in South America is right now. And a lot of players wanting to come to the United States for the security of the fact that they're going get, to get paid in dollars. And the league is gaining a lot of popularity as a place where you can come and you can go to Europe or at the very least you can have a secure paycheck. So hopefully... Uh, he will come through for us. Um, I tweeted tweeted that Ricardo Moreira was not done. Uh, some of you talked to him uh, on Sunday, yesterday, and that was reaffirmed. There's there's still moves that to be made. Don't know how those moves are gonna look like, but uh, again, uh, this these players that we're mentioning uh, they bring a lot of noise, and hopefully they will come through for us. You know. Um... I want to say this, um, it would be fantastic if, I mean, I know there are signings to be left. That is true. Uh, and I would love to see, I mean, it's, again, I don't want to sound like I'm very negative, but I think we need somebody that is able to still 
be that presence on the, on the right back position. I think on the left side, Kyle Smith could be that person who shows the ropes. I mean, he's been in the club for so long already. He knows the process. He knows how Oscar works. He knows the fans. Um, and I think Santos and Petrasso, I mean, uh, I mean, can definitely adapt. But on the right, Ruan is gone. And, I mean, Holiday is a fantastic right back. Same with, you know, Kyle Smith can also play that. But also Freeman, he's a fantastic player, no doubt. But you're talking about playing four tournaments uh, and you wanting to at least aspire to win some sort of silverware. And I think there's a player, in my opinion, that's available right now, that it has it has a, its age, but I think his quality is undoubtedly phenomenal, and that is Juan Cuadrado from Juventus. Now, what would, what would a signing like Juan Cuadrado would do in Orlando? Now, now you're probably thinking, you know, what is he smoking, right? No, I mean, he, he's available. Now, what would he bring? He'll be a mentor for that back line. So you have now Galese, vocal. You got Antonio Carlos, a vocal player. Schlegel, a vocal player. You got Jensen, a vocal player. And now you have adding Juan Cuadrado, a, a player that has gone to World Cups, has won things with Juventus. You know, why not? You know, th those kids that we have there on the right and on the left, they will benefit by all his experience that, he's, that he has had through the years. You know, and it will be, a, I think, a, a great addition. Plus, huge Colombian community. I mean, you're talking about his jersey will sell like hotcakes. I mean, it's a no-brainer marketing-wise. Um, and if he comes at a right price, I, I don't think why not, right? Uh, and he's still fit. I mean, you know, he's still fit. So maybe some Tam. I don't know. But, I mean, he's still fit. Um, that's just my opinion. And I know that I just smoked the uh, – <laughs> I just probably totally threw a curveball there. But – I mean, that's what I would love to see, right? I mean, per personally, um, it would be fantastic. He's still available in the market. Uh, Victor Jose Sanchez says, yes with, Cuadrado, yes, with Cuadrado, I agree with you. Thank you so much. Nij Thompson, he says, has Enrique been announced by the club yet? I, I believe he has not yet. So, uh, Jared Quackenbush, how you doing, sir? Who are the 3DPs now? Um, who are the 3DPs now, um, Dave? I think it's uh, Pedro. Uh, it's um, uh, Pedro is not. No, no. It, it's it's uh, Jesus. Um, Pereira, the guy that we just signed from Argentina, Martin Ojeda. Yeah, Martin Ojeda. Faku. Ah, uh, no, Mauricio has Cara. been not done with Harrison Cara. Yep. And Faku. There you go. Correct. Joshua Tall says, we probably need a ride back and agree with you, Lewis. Thank you so much. Hi, friends. Always, uh, thanks always for a great podcast. Vamos Orlando. How are you doing? Uh, thank you, sir. Bavaos, Andres out and Andres in. Um, do you guys uh, think Pereira will be staying as a captain since Banjo? I believe so. Yeah, uh, what, what are your thoughts there, um, guys? Yeah, yeah. When it comes to uh, the, the captain, uh, definitely uh, Mauricio has – Four things going for his for himself. He's one of the oldest players with the most experience. Uh, he speaks English very well, uh, which uh, you will notice this year that our team's language is heavy, heavy, heavy Spanish this time around. And uh, the other thing is he has the respects of, of everybody. Plus, he has been around for 
for going on his fifth season, and uh, he has been around also with the same uh, coaching staff. So those are key parts. I don't I don't see him sitting on the bench uh, as a permanent uh, solution for him. He's he's still the captain, and also Oscar Pareja has a lot of trust in him. He he's still the captain for you, uh, John. I think he is right. I mean, yeah, I think I think spiritually he's the captain. Like I said, I'm not sure how much he's going to play as much this year. Um, and so there's always that question, like, should your captain be one of the best players right. on the team or should he be the guy who leads the locker room, right? So I, I think, you know, the manager usually knows what's best. And also sometimes you don't want to rock the boat. So if he's doing a good job as captain, keep him as captain. He's obviously accepting the fact that he's going to play less of a role this year. Right. By just taking that, you know, no longer having a DP contract. Yeah, sure. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll leave some comments here. And EJ Thompson, I don't see Pereira going to the 10. The team played better when he was a deeper and freed up. Uh, Torres on the right. I reckon I reckon Ojeda probably fills the 10. Thank you so much, sir. Joshua Tall, that would be interesting if we were interest, if we were interested in that right back you said. Yeah, I mean it'll be it'll be fantastic. I think uh, it'll be a it'll be a win win. Uh, I mean, I know it's not the type of signing Orlando City is doing right now, but I mean, I think over over just signing some. I mean, we already have a lot of uh, depth when it comes to age in in those areas, both left and right back. We need to balance it a little bit. We need to add a little bit of experience right there, because if we just become a under 23 squad, you know what I mean? It will be OCB, right? And you're going to you're gonna be battling strikers like Gignac, uh, like, you know, uh, Thauvin, ex-OM. Uh, you know, you're going to be, you know, and you're going to be, uh, I mean, I'm saying not to knock these kids down, but do we know if Freeman has the potential to, you know, stop Thauvin when he goes on transition? Like, you need sometimes that experience mentality. So if you bring a mentor down, I mean, because, I mean, Gales is busy being the keeper and trying to set up the back line with the center backs. And you have Antonio Carlos, maybe if uh, he's playing with Taylor, you know, hey, Taylor, stand up right here, you know, <laughs> like let me go forward. You know, who takes care of the right and the left, right? So that's another piece of the puzzle that I feel experience-wise could definitely be, a mentor for for the locker room too of because of what he's experiencing in the soccer world right so um uh, let's see we have one more comment here geez we really need a ride back is this essay thank you so much all right so um let's go ahead and uh talk about um the signing of uh, martin ojeda right he already you know started and you know there's a beautiful picture right there uh, thank you to Orlando city communications i know and I know uh, Rob, I want to say hello to my friend Rob Hildreth. He's definitely going to have uh, quite of, uh, a lot of work this year because of all the translations and all that stuff. So I want to say hello if he's watching. Uh, definitely a good signing. He was definitely being linked with a lot of teams in Brazil, a lot of teams in Europe, and he decided to come to the MLS. Um, what are your reasons? Do you, you believe he, he took that route, John? You know, Do you believe that that? You know, it, it is because the league is improving every year, uh, every season, or you feel it's more money or 
glory. Yeah, I mean, I think for him, he's he's in his prime. You know, he's 24, which is like prime age to make a move out of South America. And then he's looking at his options. And a lot of guys, it's, you know, uh, maybe a lower championship team or like a French team or an Italian team. And MLS is becoming more and more of an option, I, I think what you spoke to earlier about the South American markets wanting the dollar. Um, and that's another factor here and why he wanted to come to, to what is a very stable club. Like the MLS is viewed as a stable league and obviously Orlando city has a history with South American players developing them. And then some of them even, you know, moving on to, to bigger and better things. So I think from his perspective, this was always an option as a market he wanted to come to. And I think from our perspective, it was, you know, let's definitely bring in a guy who can be a game changer for us. Someone like last season, we just have Torres who can really change the game on a dime at any moment. This is another guy who can literally just turn it on, dribble past somebody, make that pass or make an incredible shot. Um, that Those moments of brilliance that every team needs. No, and, and that's, that is true. And this is a player that, again, you know, he was ready to, you know, uh, you know, he was being looked by, you know, Spanish clubs and, and other clubs. And, you know, it surprised a lot of people in Argentina. Uh, were very surprised regarding his signing, especially being Orlando City. Uh, they were surprised that also Gaston Gonzalez signed with Orlando City at some point. Um and these were two players that killed it in the Argentinian Superliga. That like they 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 were the best at their positions. And uh, you know, Orlando got two of those guys, one from 2020 21 and one one twenty twenty two. So um Paola, what are your expectations uh when it comes to Martin uh, being signed to Orlando City? A lot of goals, right? Um he comes in a position right now that he was scoring a lot in Argentina and he said it in one of his interviews that he has improved he was not scoring a lot of goals prior to last season but he has improved a lot and and the fact that Gaston is here um he played with Wilder at some point in Godoy Cruz that he that's his previous club and um Schlegel, they played together, and and even he said that he forgot that he was in the same in the same game that he first started with Racing back in 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 Argentina, and and I think that's super super impactful on his um this season for him, right? Because he doesn't feel alone. There's more people behind him, and that's those were one of the reasons too he came here he he had a lot of offers like you said Luis but he was like nope I'm going to Orlando City they're trying to sign me since 2021 and I'm expecting from him a lot of depth in the front helping Urshan getting those goals in the back of the net and also Gaston so I'm, I'm really pumped for this player definitely um so I, I know that you 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 broke the news there Dave you know you and Cesar Luis Merlo um, what are your expectations for Martin Ojea? He could play several positions down in attack. I know that the wings are going to be our forte, as they say, right, Dave? No, absolutely. And just to build on what Paola said, I mean, the 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 guy uh, is is a family man. He's he just uh, he's celebrating his first anniversary wedding anniversary this week. Um, if you follow him on Instagram, you see that the guy is at home with, with friends from, from back in Argentina. Uh, you know, Tonga Gonzalez, uh, Schlegel, 
who, by the way, congratulations to the legendary uh, Rodrigo Schlegel, who's expecting a baby, a baby girl in the summer. Oh, wow. uh, yeah, so that's that's great news. And um, and and also, you know, he he knew Cartagena, so um, he said that the decision to come here was was basically they they make him feel wanted, and that's what he wanted to to do, and to build back on what we have hammered over and over and over the security of our league, the strength of the currency that he's going to be getting paid in is what won him over. Um, he could have gone to Europe, uh, maybe to sit on the bench here. He's, he's promised a starting role. And, and, and Luis, we have, we have spoken about this before. What, what Latin American kid does not want to come to live in the United States. I mean, it's just, it's just a given. No, that's right. And we have footage here. Thank you to Orlando City Communications for for allowing us to play this footage here. Uh, it's obviously the signing of, of his contract here with, uh, to me, the, the two guys who are transforming this club. Uh, have met respect for both of them, Luis Musi and Ricardo Moreira. So let's just watch. Obviously, some of it doesn't have sound, so just just bear with it. <laughs> but you know there you go you know it, he's he's just signing and you know, taking pictures you know his agent you know there you go that's rob right there hey, rob. Is it, is it the going to orlando's uh Man, the field looks beautiful. I was gonna say that, Luis. I'm like, what a turf yeah, right there. Like, I mean, you know, the supporters who play that are definitely jealous of that. All right, guys, everyone, look right here. You think that's a big jump up in the quality of field that he would be used to, or is that just the kind of standard that you would expect in in the league that he's been playing in? Yeah, I mean, I just think that you know. He Godoy, I mean, yeah, I mean, Godoy Cruz has the crowd, obviously, you know, more of a history, but definitely infrastructure in South America, it's it has been going down, even in Argentina, that it's uh, soccer is like a religion there. It's I'm not gonna say it, years. yeah, I'm not gonna say it, Luis, but the, the uh, people who watch us who are uh, journalists in South America have told me, and I know from family members of players and all that that there's no comparison. I mean, there, our pitches are a league, uh, are head and shoulders above what you can see in some of these leagues. Yeah, yeah, definitely. There you go. It's a little bit of the, the session, and then, you know, there's an interview here that he... Uh, Martin, first, welcome to Orlando. Uh, we're, we're sure you have... He, he just talks about, you know, being in Orlando and all of that. I mean, if I play, it'll be like five minutes of, of our show. But, you know, definitely, we're definitely happy to see Martin here in Orlando. Um, definitely, it's going to be a great signing. I think he's going to take a lot of names. Um, you know, maybe that's what Facundo Torres needs. Now, a lot of people are saying that this is a Facundo Torres replacement, right? And this is the rumor that it's brewing. And I want to ask Dave, you know, I mean, are we supposed to, to definitely – you know, are those rumors correct? I mean, I have here the post uh, from a Uruguayan source. Uh, and I'm going to, let's see if I could go ahead and um, translate it. It says, 
in case Arsenal could not finish the signing of Mudrik, the Ukrainian from Shakhtar, the doors become open for Facundo Torres. In the last few months, Arsenal, the English club, has um, thrown, uh, you know, offers and, and try to talk to his agent uh, for the Orlando City player that is worth $20 million. That's what it says here in the, the Uruguayan media. Now, I, I did my research as well, and the brewing rumor is that that is true. In Uruguay, they're saying that he's going to definitely go into and play for in the in the English in the English Premier League, but then we see a Facundo Torres wearing, you know, doing this. So where are we? Where are we? You know, what are we doing? You know, what is he doing, Dave? Uh, do you know? Uh, am I supposed to eat that rumor, or, or what am I supposed to do with it? <laughs> no, definitely has legs. Uh, Facundo's uh, parents went back to Uruguay, back to their lives. Uh, they're no longer here in Orlando. Um, I have uh, a lot of friends that are Arsenal fans in England. As, as you guys know, uh, the club that I follow, Stevenage, is only 30 miles away from North London. And um, and also our good friend, um, uh, Taylor Williams, uh, Orlando City, UK, is an uh, Arsenal fan. And uh, he, he has heard it from people that he feel are trustworthy. Um, when he was uh, when Facundo was asked about uh, the rumor, he said, "All I know is that my people talk to their people, and uh, it's my dream to play in Europe. And I'm just gonna leave it at that. Right now, my my focus is Orlando City. So we will see. Uh, you know, if Arsenal can uh, drop twenty million dollars on this player, uh, you know, great for us. Do I want to see him go? Absolutely not." So, so we're gonna leave it at that, my friends. You know, this is the risk that you have when you have a great player like this young man who who gifted us a trophy in Orlando, and also a guy that uh, that impressed the English media when we had that friendly. And uh, to be quite honest with you, if you don't want somebody to poach your players, don't invite the fucks into the hen house. That's what we did. We let them in. All the focus was on our players, and Facundo had a spectacular night that night. What are your thoughts there, John, regarding Facundo potentially leaving the club? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think I'll play devil's advocate and say the other way. Obviously, Luis, I mean, sorry, um, David knows some things that I don't, but I think the other side is it's only been a year here, so maybe he thinks I'm not done in Orlando. I've got more I can do with this club before I leave. The other thing, and these are like my hopes and dreams because I really don't want him to go yet. I think he's he's not done but yeah. the other thing that's in his favor i think to stay maybe is that if he went to arsenal he's probably going to be a fringe player like he's not going to be getting in the first starting 11 at arsenal now if i'm a player and i think logically he's actually going to develop more playing with orlando city for another year and then sell for even more money and make more money next you know in the summer or next january whether he thinks like that, I don't know. He might just say, I want to go to Europe. Let me go to Arsenal. Even if I don't play, I want to go to Arsenal. Then 100% he's going to go. We're not going to stop him. We'll take the $20 million. It depends whether his agent or his mentality is of the, let me stay and get a bit better, and then I'll go for an even bigger move, or 
I want to go now because I fear I might not get another opportunity. But either way, I will be heartbroken if he goes. Yeah, I think he wants to follow the steps of, um, uh, you know, the guy who's killing it with um, with the Newcastle right now. Um, he, Almiro. Um, yeah, he wants to he wants to mimic that. I think that's what his agent is pointing out. Now, personally, like I agree with John wholeheartedly. I think he needs to stay in Orlando one more season. Um, be the face of the franchise. That's why we pay 13 million for him. And then, you know, once he proves himself a little more, uh, you know, then then go 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 and and fly away, right? He's young. Uh, He's young. young. Padawan, he, yeah. Young so. Padawan. <laughs> uh, what are your thoughts there, Paula? Um, I mean. If he goes, he goes. I will be heartbroken as every single fan. Because if his dream is go to Europe, fine. But I would like, as a fan, stay here for another year. Be the star. Be the, the jump DP that you are right now. Get us another trophy, a cup, and then bye. You, your, your job has been done, Padawan. But anyways, if it's now, it's now. If it's not right now in this transfer window is going to be in the summer again, this rumor, because since that friendly and he scored that goal has been, oh, Facundo, Arsenal, Facundo, Arsenal. I'm like, come on, are you going to leave or not? You know, but at the same time, I'm with you, Luis. He just went to the media conference of MLS the other day. And if you're going to lose a player, how you're going to send a player that you're going to lose soon? You know, I don't know. That's my train of thought but if he goes um, i will be happy for him he already won us a, a cup and it's his dream so let's see what happens for sure let's read some comments here etromic he says uh the max we can hang on to players like him they dk likely two years if that correct joshua tall yes stay another season please torres Victor Jose Sanchez, same way, sending Faco to Uruguayan national team and not play in the World Cup. I mean, that is Diego Alonso's fault. I mean, this is this is a guy who destroyed the end of the careers of Cavani and uh, Luis Suarez. Uh, and I'm gonna say this: I don't care. I mean, it's it, he he blew it. Uh, Uruguay had everything to make it through and. I mean, he just didn't have any response. He 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 choked, and he brought the whole team with him. It, it was despicable what he did uh, the first two games of Uruguay. Joshua Tall shaking my head. We shouldn't be engaging with Arsenal and should have talked to to them. <laughs> there you go. Uh, as I know, OCSC fancies USL. I can't wait for OCSC to win the MLS championship. Um, same here, Victor Jose Sanchez, Jim D. I bet I bet you I bet you you uh. I bet you I could almost run from one goal to the other. Almost, says Jim D. Thank you so much. Daniel Phillips, the team chemistry appears to be incredible for what the club shares publicly. That's correct. Uh, Marco Antonio, Ladre el Fútbol, says, ¿Cómo está Pinedita? Dejando mi like. Says, leaving my, my thumbs up. Thank you so much, Marco Antonio. Victor Jose Sanchez, can you show us your 2023 prediction lineup? We'll do that at the end, Victor. We'll do that at the end. Uh, but, um, you know, talking about this picture right here uh, with Facundo Torres at the media, uh, MLS Media Day, uh, Foodie Headlines, which is a, 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 oh, what, what am I doing right here? 
Foodie Headlines, which is a website that leaks and gets the leaks for all the kits, not only in the MLS, but worldwide, just released this for Orlando City, that apparently this will be the kit for the 2023 season for Orlando City. Even with Apple TV right there on the on the on your on your arm right there, right uh, with the new Adidas logo, you know uh, the three stripes. Uh, I, I mean, it, it reminiscence to the where what was the latest kit? Uh, you know, the one that had the gold, the one that Dom Dwyer wore too, and uh, your tune. I remember. I think it was twenty. Was it twenty? Twenty sixteen. Twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. There you yeah, go. Twenty seventeen. Okay. It's just without the collar, right? Uh, it, it, I think it's nice. I think it's pretty. Uh, I think it's a, a, a nice. Um, it's a nice kit. Uh, I mean, Orlando can do so much with purple, right? Um, but I'm gonna say this, and I hope the club is listening at some point. We need to go back. We need to go back. I think the fans want to go back. Um, I would like to go back. I would like to see a, a retro kit. Uh, something that had the the red, you know, uh, the old red for Orlando City. The oh, that's right. Some the right hand. yeah, some purple. You know what I mean? I'm not saying replicate the Lotto kit. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying you know, the retro style. I mean, I think it would sell like hot. You know, it will sell like hotcakes instead of the. You know, there were some weird jerseys. I mean, I'm not. I'm not trying to knock out, knock down Adidas. is my favorite brand and all of that. But I mean, the the water one that had like the the orange three stripes, and it's like, come on, man. And then so you combined in Fanatics for thirty nine dollars four months later. Like the, the, to me, it will bring more value a jersey that you know not only supporters that have been since day one that have supported this organization since you know when they came being the Aztecs and they changed their name to Orlando city, they would appreciate, uh, bring back the red, bring back the, you know, the, the purple, you know, the hint of purple. I think it'd be fantastic. I don't know. What are your thoughts there, John, regarding the Jersey? Yeah. I mean, I, I totally agree. That's something that I've, uh, mentioned to, to uh, the staff members that I know that would work in merchandising many a time that they need to bring back the retro stuff and how well it would sell. And, so many of the stories that you have from Orlando City are organic things, like the um, the story of the Manatee shirt that still yeah. to this day sells <laughs> a crazy amount. Um, so really, the history and people who are OG fans want to wear that history. So if you sell an OG kit, they'll buy it 100%. Um, but for this year's, I think that's solid. I mean... Purple is our color. Don't mess with it too much. I really love the more gold. <laughs> yeah, than white. I like so it. I think uh, I think this is an easy home run. You know, a little bit safe, but it'll sell well. Like it reminds me of the Chelsea kit when they uh, and, and I, again, you know, remember the Chelsea kit when they won the uh, was it twenty? Oh, man, I forgot. I think it was twenty twelve when it was uh, Fernando Torres beat uh, Barcelona. Uh, with that, uh, you know, in that one-on-one, I remember that. Um, it had the gold and it had the blue. I think it's a great kid. Uh, what are your thoughts there, Paola, this potential leak? I mean, I like it. I'm not going to say no to it. Um, I'll buy it. I'll buy it. I, I, I'm not going to buy it because I have a lot of kids. Probably Alec will buy this one. He's like, oh, I need another a new purple. He's making an excuse, but I, 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 won't, I won't hold him back. But 
I like your idea of going back retro, and yeah. I don't I don't know if this is an MLS league kind of situation, but the NBA is doing it. They're doing a retro one one night. It's just one night. Go back with that red to see them play with that retro. That it's gonna be awesome. Um, I'm not gonna buy this kit probably. Um, if you see me at the stadium buying this kit for me, just stop me. Like, hey, no, Paula, you have a lot of jerseys already. So you have more um, jerseys and shirts, apparently. Ex- what ex- I heard. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. But um, I like it. I like it, and I like the the gold. Right. So let's see if if this is it. Probably it is. Yeah, I mean, and, and I'm gonna say this. You know, like I was tell- telling everybody, and you know, I'd say to Dave. I mean, you've been there since day one, Dave, you know, and just like me and John, you know, it'll be fantastic to see. I mean, it doesn't have to be the Lodo kit, but some sort of adaptation of the red with the purple. And I know those colors maybe clash, right? But, you know, I think it'll be, I think it'll give it a more of a, of a retro look. And I think it could happen. Uh, I'm, I'm, I know it could happen. And, you know, just to add a little bit, you know, cherry on the cake, you have the Orlando City batch up front, and then in the back, when you when you when you go inside the jersey, you have the retro patch of the old logo. Now I know that probably that's taking it too far, branding wise, but I mean, you know, fans will go crazy. Uh, I don't know what are your thoughts uh, about that, Dave, regarding the kit. Well, if you follow me on social media, you know I go crazy when my uh, Israeli and English team come with uh, with kids. Sometimes kids become beyond legendary. It's just just part of the history of the club. And 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 a two second story. Uh, my team Stevenage uh, was playing in the FA Cup against uh, Aston Villa, and because our purple away, which w- the, the team picked purple to honor yours truly. Thank you very much, Stevenage. And uh, the home jersey, which is a retro version of a 1990s kid, clashed with Aston Villa. So they decided to go with a white and blue kid. Uh, and they knocked out Aston Villa coming from behind in the FA Cup. Go Borough. And now that kid became iconic. He sold in three minutes the following day, and the team was forced to have to go and print more. Uh, I know our good friend uh, Taylor Williams from uh, Orlando City UK got his hands on that kid because he's also from Stevenage. And uh, my friends, that's that's what it takes. If you ask John, you ask Luis about that red kid in 2011, it just brings happy memories. Yeah. I mean, happy memories. About, I mean, it was it was fun. Those those times. I mean, it was a oh, it was it. a small club, but I mean, it was just. I don't know. I mean, it was just everything worked. Like everything was just so organic, and it just brings a smile to your face. And just you know, like I remember, like I have in my in, in my house, and one day I'll do a video about it. I have like over 30, 40 cups, different colors for the ESPN World World of Sports. Like, cause I used to buy the beers, you know. Like I have like, and and my and my and my my wife is like. What are you doing? It's like, yeah, when you give them away, I'm like, do not look at you give away all the cups you have. Just don't give away those cups. I don't care. We'll 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 keep them. Yeah, I, I'm I'm serious. Like I have like 30, 35 of them. Like, I mean, those times were fantastic. I mean, and I think uh fans would definitely and not only that, 
But the new, you, the young cats, right? The, the kids that are that didn't live that era, you know, will understand that this is not a. It, it's a built. It's a club that was built. You know, uh, that has a culture. It's history. It, it, it's it's not like you know. And I'm not trying to knock on all the teams, but a team from New York up there that looks like Manchester City, right? That that you know what I mean. That plays in a baseball field sometimes. And sometimes uh, shares his stadium with the Red Bulls. You know, and I'm I'm saying like this is a, a a club that has gone through a lot of changes to get to where they are right now. So, uh, what a way to honor it and honor the history to to do the retro kid, right? So uh, I'm gonna read some comments and then we'll go to the next uh, topic real quick. Mateo Tirado Rojas from Ladre del Fútbol uh, says greetings to the team, the Binacional of the MLS. Arriba Lias. <laughs> okay, so. He's just be playing a prank because Binacional is a, a mid-table club in, in Peru. So they're, they're calling us mid-table club. Thank, thank you, sir. Jim D, uh, I do like that one that has uh, the old school batch on the inside of the jersey. Maybe it was our first MLS kit. There you go. Yep. Victor Jose Sanchez, USL jersey for sure. Maybe our third kit can be a throwback, E-Tromic. I think that'll be fantastic. I mean, I know that they're doing, you know, like, Save the whales kit, and you know they're doing the, you know, they have, and that's fantastic. And I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not knocking it down at all. I just think it would be fantastic for the fans to, to experience that, right? Um, or maybe do for Society 21 members or the season season pass holders have that perk of a special edition jersey that no one else has. You know, it will give them more of like, a, oh crap, like this is a. $80 jersey, $90 jersey. Yeah, yeah. And Luis, about that, there's uh, teams in MLS that have done that. They have the issue, the, the gift for the system ticket uh, members is a jersey that nobody else has. And to go back to Steven, I apologize because I always go back to, to what I know works. Uh, last year, they released a jersey only for the system ticket members with all the names of the system ticket members in the jersey. And my friend Kevin from Orlando City, UK, uh, who is also a Stevenage fan, uh, uh, got me that jersey. He actually gave me his and got the whole team to sign it. And uh, it's a precious possession for me. So my friends, Luis, if, if everybody marketing that is listening to us, Luis is just giving you step-by-step step how to take our money. Free stuff. Free stuff. Yeah, like I'll like I will buy it too. Like I'm I'm serious because I mean, again, I I love the way the club is doing right now, and you know it's fantastic. You know, first first cup uh, in the MLS in MLS history. You know, the U.S. Open Cup, first major championship for the city of Orlando. It's not just any championship. The Magic has not been able to do that. Uh, you know, um, only Orlando City. So Orlando City is definitely the face of the city right now, and when it comes to sports. Um, and, you know, it's something to be proud of and also reward the fans that have been there since day one. Uh, I think that'll be fantastic. But going through, changing some topics real quick, we'll read some comments. Is that, uh, yeah, let's go back retro. Bavao says, I think it was just a prediction for the kid, but it looks clean. It says, do you think we should pursue Callens? For sure. I, I agree. But, I mean, I think it's too, too late. Uh, I heard that they, he's being linked to Boca Juniors. Uh, he's preferring to go back to Argent uh, to go to Argentina because of glory. I don't know. Uh, if, if, if it would have been me, I would have stayed in the MLS. But then again, it's his decision. Uh, let's see here. Hey, brother. Sorry, Atlético Nacional beat Alianza Lima yesterday. I know. It was – yeah, we had a whole show about that yesterday. I was, like, definitely not in a good mood. Uh, but, you know, it happens. Uh, the season just started. It's preseason game. 
But anyways, talking about uh, another signing, uh, Orlando City, according to uh, Tom Bogert, uh, nice stash, Tom. I always wanted to say that. Uh, now that I get the chance to say it. Um, Orlando City finalized the acquisition of Argentina and attacker Ramiro Enrique from Banfield. Two million plus add-ons. Uh, Enrique, 21, will be a U U22 initiative signing. Can play center forward and on the wing. Um he had 4,000 first team minutes, so he was a starter in Banfield. Um, definitely a kid that, um, again, low risk, high reward player, um, a lot of promise. What are your first expectations for this signing, uh, John? Do you think that he needs to make an immediate impact, uh, um, you know, jumping on the pitch, or do you think this is going to be more of like relying the duties of Virgin a little bit? I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I think. Um... I think that Kara needs another year. You know, I mean, it's it's hard to come in and be straight out of the gate, 20 goal a year striker. He's got 10 goals, you know, last season, I think. So that's pretty solid start. But is he going to step up and be even better this year? With bringing in Ramiro, kind of gives you a safety blanket. Somebody who you think is going to also potentially be a 10, 20 goal a season striker to really push him and say, hey, Urshan, if you're not performing, this guy is going to step in and take your spot. And in some ways, you need that competition. Um, I do think Kyra will still be the first name on the on the, the sheet most weeks. And I think this guy will be coming off the bench, you know, getting those 30 minutes for the first part of the season. And then we'll kind of see, okay, is this guy good enough to start games? Um, but I think, you know, $2 million for a 21-year-old who's got a lot of potential – I don't see the downside um, as long as he actually will be able to play in the MLS. I think that's sometimes we get signings in and they don't work out, right? So if this guy is good enough to play in the MLS, I think it's a really, really good signing. Um, he has 12 goals in all competitions last year. He, <clears throat> no, between uh, 2021 and 2022 season, 12 goals in all competitions, three assists, 73 uh, games that he's played so far for Banfield. Um, definitely 21 years old, you know, from Argentina. Center forward could play both wings and being a center forward. Um, what are your thoughts and your expectations for this signing, um, Paola? He will come out of that bench hungry, trying to get those goals in the net. That's my prediction. Um, like John said, probably he will be the Ayrton Kara sub, play 30 minutes each game. We don't know. Like I said in the beginning of the show, many questions, little answers. Um, he's super fast too. So the the fact that he can play the wings, even though that we have a lot of people in the wings, but we are playing a lot of tournaments, so I'm super pumped. I want to see him. I saw a little bit of the highlights of him play, playing in Argentina, and he's the type of player of when the ball is crossing, he's there to put the ball into the net. So that's what we needed. Um, this past season, we lacked of it. There was a lot of crossing, and nobody was behind and 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 to put that ball in the net. So this player can do it and close the game for us. So let's see. Um, I don't know if he's taking an international spot or because he's taking or, or not because he's a U 22 initiative. I don't know how that works. Clarify that for me, Luis. Um, Dave, you want to clarify that? Or David. There you go. Yeah. If, 
if I'm not mistaken, uh, you, even uh, if it's a U22 initiative, uh, most likely he's going to need an international spot. Uh, we traded Portland, correct me if I'm wrong. Yep, we uh, gave two hundred k. That's that. That could be that could be the the spot that we need. Uh, when Juan left, he left one open. Pato left one, another one open. Urso, so, Urso, yeah, exactly. Uh, and and one of the things, and I asked um, Ricardo Moreira this a long time ago. Uh, the difference between players that will take a green card versus players that will remain international is up to the player. Sometimes. Getting a green card means you pay taxes to the United States uh, and uh, also some other responsibilities. Uh, and sometimes it is, it is counterproductive to the players because perhaps where they come from, the country they come from, the, the tax the, the, the taxes are lower. Uh, so they, they would rather stay international. So that's what's going on. Uh, when it comes to this player, um, I just want to acknowledge uh, at Givi Waza. Uh, he's, this is a... Um, um, uh, a fellow Atlanta City fan that uh, is always uh, looking into the obscure things. Um, there's confirmation from several different sources that uh, this 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 guy is, is coming to Orlando. Uh, Ramiro Enrique, his dad, uh, played with Argentina in the 1986 World Cup. Uh, Hector Enrique. Uh, so he comes from that type of he comes from 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 football royalty in Argentina. 21 years old, five seven, a forward. Uh, scrappy. He reminds me of uh, 2013 young, uh, young dumb Dwyer, and uh, don't you know, mention, don't, don't mention that name, sir. Come on, I, know, I hear you. I hear you. I there's, 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 a we, there's a website too that mentioning maybe we should. It would be a good. No, yeah, yeah, for eighty-four thousand dollars. I don't know, man. man. It's it's come up on. it's up up come in the on, air. Man. But anyhow, I, uh, with Enrique, I, I'm I'm super pumped if if this comes through. Like I said, all the people that are talking about it. Um, had never let us down in the past, and uh, you know, for for three uh, like three million dollars, I think it is, it's a steal. It's a steal, in my opinion. For sure. Uh, let's read some comments here. Eddie G uh, asked a question to Dave. It says, "What does Facundo make? Uh, is there any additional amount we can give him? Obviously, not twenty million. That would be enough to keep him for another year as a starter versus fringe Arsenal role. I agree with him. I mean, uh, if uh, for uh, DPS, uh, you could pay them whatever you, whatever want. you want. Uh, remember that Kaká um, uh, was making seven million dollars. Uh, in, in my opinion, there will never be a lion making that much money ever again. Uh, and, and the reason for the DP is that that there's only a certain amount of that salary that hits your salary cap. So you can go after these type of signings. Um, I believe uh, last year when they released the list, uh, he was in like in the 1.5 million range, if I'm not mistaken. And if you ask me, underpaid. Because <laughs> uh, Atlanta was paying close to $3 million for for uh, Joseph Martinez. And there was other, uh, um, we saw how uh, Toronto went after the Italian squad and they were getting six, seven million oh, yeah, dollars. Miami, 5.5, 6.5 down there. I mean, so yeah, uh, I think uh, he's, he's not getting paid. Um, you know what? I think he should. Yeah. And then LAFC went for bail and then he retired. Like, I mean, it's, you know, uh, I mean, I, I think John, the model of, you know, that old model, it's, it's dying. I mean, it's showing signs of, going down and i think that's one of the reasons why it's so exciting that orlando 
is trying to bring so many young. I mean, a lot of the signings are um, under 25 years old, you know. So, you know, do you feel like that's the way that the league is going and Orlando's going? Yeah, I mean, I think the whole league is definitely trending that way. And I think for a long time, MLS was looked as a European retirement league. And I think that really didn't necessarily hinder the growth of the league, but it, it put a label on the league that they didn't like, I think. And I don't know if there was a group decision between all the teams, but everybody seems to be moving towards this model of buy young you know, probably from South America, maybe Asia, maybe Europe, and develop them and, and send them off back to Europe. And Orlando City is is leading the way in that charge. Yeah. And in fact, we've done it. We've actually done it the other way and brought them through, you know, with DK and with uh, Kyle Laird through the draft system, which in MLS, that's the way they'd love it to go, you know. But the new model seems to be buy them young out of South America develop them and then uh, and sell them on them. We're, we're at the forefront of that. Yeah, and talking about Daryl DK, um, some rapid fire um, news. Uh, Daryl DK is being a phenom in West Brom. He's, and I'm so happy for this because the U.S. national team needs a striker with Daryl DK. I think that was, uh, to me, the, the piece of the puzzle that was missing in this squad for 2020, uh, 2022 in, in Qatar. Uh, certainly, Daryl DK... I'm so happy that he's doing so well. Um, I know he's not going to come to Orlando. It will be April Fool's, but definitely, uh, you know, he's doing fantastic. And maybe he does so well that he gets linked to a bigger English club um, in the Premier League, right? Uh, I mean, I would love to have him in Chelsea at some point. It would be fantastic. Uh, but, you know, um, definitely kudos to him. Uh, great player. Another thing we wanted to go ahead and bring up was, uh, and we want to definitely congratulate, is uh, Mesa Setohar. He uh, got married recently, so congratulations, Mason, uh, with his lovely wife, Miss um, Tatiana. Um, you know, we just definitely wanted to congratulate Mason if he's watching. Thank you so much uh, for everything, and you know, I'm, I'm sure that you know you're going to be definitely. Happy wife, happy life, my friend. I'm just, I'm just letting you know that's that's uh that's the best advice I can give you. Right, Paola? Happy wife, happy life? Yes. And always say yes, dear, to her. That's it. That's the secret. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, no, and, uh, and before we go, let's read some more comments. Is Etromic, do we get any kickback if West Ham sells DK or was it a lump sum deal? What, 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 do you know anything about that, Dave? I, I think I think we do. I think we. Yeah, the, there's some residuals there. Yeah, get, uh, not much some. money. Not much money. Not a lot. But uh, but but that's uh, that's up in the air when it comes to that. And I have to do real quick on uh, Daryl DK. Daryl DK, uh, he was he played a friendly at uh, the Lamex Stadium in Stevenage, and all my friends were telling me that guy looked like a machine. And that was when he was recuperating. So if this guy catches fire this year, forget about it. Free advertising for Orlando City. And another rapid fire, uh, and this is obviously something that I need to tell everyone here uh, hold on let me find it um same pats announced today um team from the irish league uh, that jake mulraney has signed a, a deal with them so jake mulraney is going back home uh he went to league of ireland and uh it's a two-year deal and you know we wish him the best i think uh the the time that he was in orlando he definitely made an immediate impact when he first came in and obviously you know injuries and you know just um 
some of the teams that we're playing against, you know, I guess uh, it kind of put them back in the in bench mode. Uh, and, you know, when you get to that point, you know, sometimes it's not as easy to get out of that mode. Uh, and then, you know, we started, we got a, a young kid that failed in Brazil, but is killing it in the MLS, which is called Ivan Angulo. And so I think that was the nail in the coffin for Jake Mulraney, in my opinion, on that wing. So, um, hopefully he does so well over there in, uh, in Europe, you know, and, you know, I don't know if he's forever a lion. I don't know, Jake, uh, John, is it forever a lion for you or forever uh, an Atlanta United? I think maybe for for gone soon. <laughs> Sorry, Jake. I mean, like the guy, he didn't have much time, did he? And I, I also, if you look at the, his history and his career, he, he's moved around a lot across England, around clubs. Um, and that usually tells me it's someone who's maybe playing up and, and perhaps going back to Ireland is the right place for him and it'll get a lot of minutes. And sometimes it's hard as a player to understand like, okay, I need to take a step back to be able to play more. And I think this is probably the right move for him, but I don't think we'll remember much about Jake. Sorry, Jake. And um, I'm going to go ahead and ask this question to Dave right now. I, when I saw this, I was like, what, what is this crap? And uh, I'm just going to say, I don't know. I know there's a guy that, on Twitter that did this. And people know that my forte is not Twitter. My forte is Instagram. I, I'm saying it bluntly. Uh, you guys can definitely tell. Luis is more present on Instagram. It's just my favorite app. Uh, you know, it's it's just the way it is. But this came, came from Twitter, and I saw it, and I was like, what the hell is this? So, you know, very bad little support. Colorado, Chicago, Red Bulls, below average, Real Salt Lake, Houston, Whitecaps. Uh, Revolution, United, Quakes, and Dallas. We're average supporters. We're average supporters. I think this is completely skewed. Uh, I, I think this is just so biased. I don't know who did this, but uh, I what was the metric? That. First of all, because I, I need to find that tweet. Um, it was his opinion. This was from a, a Philadelphia Union fan. There you go. Uh, he just oh, he yeah. just did it just because you know he thought it was fun. He tweeted it, put put it out there, and anytime. You talk about other people's teams, they're going to come after you. It's just the way it is. And a lot of Orlando City fans and Philadelphia Union and Nashville will, will re remind him that yeah. Inter-Miami had the lowest attendance of all and, MLS. And Toronto, man. Toronto is just Drake, in my opinion. And then the other thing that uh, Inter-Miami, and they have to own up to this, they came to Orlando, they came to Nashville, they came to Philadelphia, attacked women and children, got arrested, and got banned. I'm sorry, but you know what? And I have said it here before. Atlanta United fans come to Exploria, and in the past, we, they have mopped the floor with us. After the end of the game, they go home. They're very gracious. They're very friendly. They're very nice. And, and, and I have said it before. Just because we're rooting for different teams doesn't mean we have to attack each other, that we have right. to bring, import the negativity of football into the United States. Let's bring the good stuff, not the bad. And, you know, so he, uh, he acknowledged that he had, he just did it and, and that, that's it. That's what it is. What are your thoughts about that? Uh, Paola? I mean, I think he, 
never saw a game in the TV for Atlanta United the, this past season that they had to close the the upper um, stadium because they didn't had they had low attendance. Come on. So if you're gonna do something like this, do your research first and then tweet it. I don't know if this guy wanted to be a Mr. Popular in Twitter, go viral. I don't care, whatever. But it doesn't. It doesn't offend me. I like a, a little bit. Offend me a little bit because of the, you know. But anyways, I just saw it, the tweet, and I'm like, eh, let me scroll. Let me keep scrolling down because it's bias for me. So, Okay. And before we close, let's close on, on a good note here. Um, and I know if you're listening, uh, I will say what the lineup will be. So just bear with us. Um, I have on the screen a lineup. Uh, for the first game of Orlando City, hopefully. And we're going to kind of do a, a little prediction here. So, obviously, Galese will be the number one. I mean, I mean, come on. And then um, the back line, uh, who would you say, John, will be the back line here for the first game of Orlando City? I mean, for me, it's probably going to be Santos at left back. I think he was brought in to be the number one left back. And then I think it'll be Jansen and Carlos as we just, you know, they've got a great relationship and will continue to be, you know, very, very strong center backs in the league. And then the right back is the big question mark. Um, like we talked about before, whether they're going to bring somebody in, if it's me. And I, I really hope they do this is give um, Mikey holiday a real chance because I think you guys have talked about it before where he's, you know, got the most minutes for the U20, you know, USA team, right. or U21 USA team. If that doesn't say I'm ready to be an MLS starting right back, I don't I don't know what else you need to do to get a chance at being the starting right back. Um, obviously, he had some rough games last season, but I think you, you you don't your young players don't get better by sitting on the bench. You have to play them right. So I think with the strength of the other three players, Mike, he can have some games at the beginning of the season where he's developing a little bit more still. And then by the end of the season, he could be, you know, one of the best right backs in the league. That's how fast somebody like this could develop if they were played. But it depends on where they sign somebody. But that would be my starting back four. And let's look for the mid. Uh, Dave, who will you put on mid? Well, I think uh, with Ursus' departure, um, the, the mid has to be Araujo. Um I'm trying to think because uh, there's so many new new faces. You got, you got Cartagena, you got Cartagena, Felipe. Yeah. Uh, uh, Cartagena, who else? Uh, Felipe. I will put Felipe, to be honest with you. Uh, that, 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 I will choose that uh, veteran, uh, a workhorse, understands uh, how to play MLS. Uh, that will be my choices. And uh, going forward, uh, Pereira, uh, I will say Pereira. Uh, so you Pereira right here. Yeah, Pereira, Tonga, Gonzalez, uh, Ojeda, and um, no, I'm sorry, uh, Tonga, Gonzalez, and um, Facu, and then a striker, uh, Cara, because you know it's it's who we know. <laughs> who so. would you who would you put Paula right uh, the you know the three up top? Was it uh, the same as Dave? Yeah, I would put. Mm, I would put. Um, 
Because I mean, talking about, I mean, you have to. Let me put Mart, uh, Martin. Uh, Ojeda. Yeah, Ojeda. And then in the other, uh, well, Facu. And then up top. Kara. Let's put Kara there. Let's give him a free trial again this year. Okay, so uh, we're looking at Galese right at the up top as a keeper. A line of four in the back. Uh, Santos as your left back. Jensen and AC as your uh, center back pair. Then you have Holiday as your right back. Right as a six. Soul six. Uh, Araujo as a um, uh, midfielder on, on the left side will be Felipe. On the right will be Pereira. And then on the wings, you have Martin Ojeda on the left and Facundo Torres on the right. And right up top, it will be Urgent Cara. So it will be a 4-1-4-1 uh, uh, one, one, in, in a way. You know, uh, we're going in transition. So that's, I mean, personally, I, I like this lineup. I would definitely go more conservative. So I would maybe have Araujo and Cartagena here because I need to see what he's going to do. Uh, if he's definitely going to start or not. Pereira, I will keep him at the 10 on the 4-2-3-1. And uh, I would put, rather than Ojeda, I will definitely put Tonga Gonzalez um, on the left. I will put Facundo Torres as well here, right? And uh, and I will put Kara uh, uh, to see what he can do. Now, if I see the first 20 minutes that he's not scoring, I'll switch and put Enrique in. Because I want, I mean, I'm, we're talking about friendlies. We're talking about preseason games too, right? So you need to see your options. So uh, we need to see what uh, our two strikers can do. Because obviously, Jer um, Lynn is going to be going to more than likely USL, uh, right? And then McGuire um, is going to be a third, third, third string, um, you know, striker, right? So. Um, that will be the lineup that we chose today. So Galese, Santos, Jensen, AC, Holiday, uh, Araujo, Felipe, Pereira, uh, Ojeda, Facundo, and Kara. So I want to um, let's uh, read some comments real quick before we go. Joshua Tall, I like that lineup, to be honest, and it might be that unless we get another right back. Um, Victor Jose Sanchez, he's not a lion. <laughs> okay. Joshua Tall. Uh, congratulations, Mason and your wife, Victor Jose Sanchez. Uh, and we answered this question already about the kickback. Uh, we sell DK, Victor Jose Sanchez. Can't wait to see Joseph Martinez with uh, Inter Miami to play in Orlando. Joseph Martinez is an Inter Miami player now? That's the rumor. They're <laughs> going to sign him like a battle deal, like a one-year deal, one and then for, deal. For, for an option for the following. Oh, so you're talking so. about Campana and Joseph Martinez? If, Joseph Martinez is going to be a bench player. He's uh, going to be a bench player. If they, go, if they go hot, I mean, you're talking about Joseph Martinez wants to be a starter for the Venezuelan national team. This kid's not going to lose his opportunity. They, there are six spots for the next World Cup and a, and a playoff. So almost, pretty much almost seven spots. Well, this so. is what I know. Nobody wanted to pick him up. So the deal was Miami bought the remaining of his contract with Atlanta, which was $2.5 a year. Uh, yeah, brings him down here for one year. The discrepancy was he wanted two years, and Miami was like, hey, baby, one year or nothing. And that's what he's getting uh, with a year option. 
So he's going to have to go out there. Me personally, I heard this from, from a good friend that uh, that has a podcast uh, covering Inter-Miami, and, and, and he flat out told me that uh, the rumor is, is that they told him, you put out your antics, you're out of here. The, the, the flipping uh, tables full of food, screaming, criticizing the club publicly, none of that. So he's on a short leash. Wow. That's incredible. That's incredible. But, you know, let's go ahead and uh, definitely um... – You know, it's going to be a, a great derby for sure. I want to thank John for coming over. I think he's going to be joining as a fourth chair. So we want to definitely bring him uh, bring him on board. I wanted to announce it today. So uh, I think he's going to add a lot of uh, good comments and commentary to, to the team. And again, I want to encourage everyone. Uh, I know that there's going to be, uh, I have to talk to uh, a potential person that's going to be taking care of our Our, our photos and things like that, a video as well uh, soon. Uh, Brent, which I want to say hello to him if he's watching. And uh, if you are looking to definitely cover Orlando City, uh, this is your chance uh, to do so. Uh, you can join us here loud and proud to cover OCSC, OCB, Orlando Pride. Writers, journalists, City Pride fans, send us a DM. Um, again, I want to go ahead and uh, say We're looking to do a Orlando Pride show just for Orlando Pride. I know that they just uh, re-signed uh, Celia Jimenez, also Marta, and as well uh, Jordan Listro. So definitely Orlando Pride is definitely uh, going in the right direction with uh, Seth Hines. And uh, we want to definitely give the best, um, the best info um, for, for, for the Pride fans. Um, and so if you're looking to cover the Pride, And talk about the pride, and it's something that you know, women's soccer, you know, is your passion. Send us a DM, and then we'll definitely be interested to talk to you. So thank you so much to John, uh, Paola. Uh, you wanna, oh John, you wanna add anything else uh, before we go? No, just thank you guys for having me on. It's been great to talk with you all about Orlando City, and I'm excited for the preseason. It's a uh, a lot of changes, so that's good. Mm -hmm. I wanted I wanted to see a big preseason, lots of back office you know moves and i think we're seeing that so that first preseason game who knows what this formation is going to look like what the team is going to look like there's so many as paula said so many unanswered questions and we hopefully have some answers but definitely not all of them <clears throat> fantastic thank you john uh, paula uh last comments Yes. So next week, we're going to start Tiro de Esquina season two podcast. So um, be paying attention to that same content, but in Spanish for our Spanish listeners. So and like John said, I'm super pumped for this preseason and that preseason game. That's going to be a teaser, like a little hint of how it's going to be the rest of the season. So thank you for listening to us. And don't forget to drop a subscribe too. Yep. Uh, thank you so much, guys, for being uh, here at Latin Pratt Orlando. We'll see you guys uh, next week. And vamos Orlando. Take care. Vamos Orlando. Vamos Orlando. Hi, this is Luis Carlos Pineda from Loud and Proud Orlando. I want to thank you for listening to us through Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Help us grow our purple community by following us on all our social media outlets. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, 
We're also available on YouTube as Loud and Proud Orlando. We're available on Instagram as Pineda underscore ORL. We're available on Facebook as Loud and Proud Orlando and on Twitter as LPO underscore podcast. Thank you so much for listening and vamos Orlando!